Blog Talk Radio. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say happy Wednesday to you guys out there. It, it is officially hump day, but it doesn't mean the week is over, you guys. we got to keep pushing um, all the way to the end. But hopefully this week has been uh, fantastic and phenomenal for you guys. And, of course, as you guys may know, or not know, the Beautiful Butterfly Show is brought to you by YRN 1328. Uh, that means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally. So big shouts out to our supporter, YRN 1328. Uh, but, folks, man, do we have a dynamic guest in store. And I know a lot of people were upset about yesterday. Hey, I'm sorry, but there's, there's weather and these evening storms. But nevertheless, uh, she was awesome about it and said, hey, you know what? I'm free tomorrow. Let's rock it out. So I'm excited, and I'm talking about no other than the trailblazer herself, you guys, call her Cannon. She's joining us this evening. And man, get ready, get your pen, your paper out, because I'm telling you, if you are a follower of her, she drops major jewels uh, all the way through um, everything that she says. So I'm excited to have her on the show tonight. Uh, so we're not going to delay any further, you guys. But if you're out there, maybe you have a question or a comment, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. And so we're not going to delay. We're going to bring our special guest of the hour on here. Carla, you there? Yes, I am. What's going on, everybody? Hello, Bianca. <laughs> How you doing? Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm doing great. I absolutely love your energy. I was like, yes, she is my type of girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. If I I haven't learned anything from you, it is definitely, you know, step out there with that energetic uh, vibe so that the people can feel what you're saying, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. 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 So, Carla, for the folks out here who may not know who you are, tell them who is who is Carla Arcanon. Oh my goodness, I am is really not all that important. I'm just a woman that's madly <laughs> in love with a dude named Jesus who saved me, man. <laughs> Hello. 
patience. I absolutely love her. Shout out to her if she's listening. So just a woman that's madly in love with Jesus. But as far as what I do professionally, my mission is really all about getting people unlocked, unleashed, and activated into that place Mm -hmm. of purpose from the pulpit to the marketplace. My um, My core purpose really is to help ministers and leaders expand their message beyond the four walls of the church. And so I know we're going to get into a little bit more of that, but that's a little bit of who I am, what I do. I'm a woman that loves the Lord. God loves me back. I'm so grateful. Uh, (laughs) I'm so grateful, and I have a daughter. And uh, Because I really like to break it down like that because so many people get caught up in what they do that they forget who they are, you know, and that's so important, especially in ministry, especially in ministry. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, of course, uh, one of the things that, um, and I've been a follower of yours for a while, uh, when I first uh, saw you on Periscope, I said, my goodness, where has this woman been? Like, And so <laughs> then my sister, um, I, I shared it with my sister, and my sister be on it. And my, so my sister, I would be at work, and my sister texted me, the trailblazer's on. I, so we, we're, like, trying to, you know, get on the scopes and all of those great things. And so, so take us back. How do... When we when we look at from where you are now, um, at one time uh, you were working for that nine to five, and you talk about that very openly about working that nine to five, and and you just say, you know what, enough of this. So even before that point, talk to us about how did Carla, how did Carla become the trailblazer? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to try to sum this up in in two minutes, literally. Um, (laughs) I was just like a lot of people that are listening. I was confused. I had a jacked-up past, a crazy childhood, um, was comfortable in my dysfunction. I had so many issues. It was just ridiculous. So many people had counted me out. And the reason why I got to talk about that is because it's the mess that that I had that God developed into a ministry and a movement. And, um, Working my nine to five, honestly, I always worked in the medical field as a as a young woman, but I never really fit. You know, I tried to go to college. I tried the traditional way, um, and none of that right. really didn't work for me. Um, working at jobs, just always feeling like there was a sense of more. And um, I want to make sure I'm very clear because there's so many people that feel like they got to have all of their eyes. Things that I'm doing now is not, I am not living out my dream. I am walking right. in purpose. I feel like it's completely different because I never had, I won't like MLK, Julia. I didn't have a dream <laughs> that I would be, you know, rocking out in, you know what I'm saying, like speaking all over the yeah. world, writing books. I failed in English, you understand? Uh, public speaking, uh, I failed that class too. Uh, and so it, it really came from just really wanting to love on God's people. Really, it's all of my dysfunction, all of the labels, the negative labels that was placed on me. I was my mother's problem right. child. It was all of my pain that made me say, when God began to deal with me, he began to tell me that he had need of me. And that, because my thing is, I have this thing that I say that God is going to Romans 8 and 28 it. And we know that Romans 8 and 28, it tells us not to not to be preachy, but I got to be scriptural because I'm a Bible girl. Right. And it's the word of God right. that literally saved my life. But it says all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord. 
and I called according to his purpose. So everything that yeah. I was going through, the, the physical abuse with my stepdad, I got to go all the way back. I can't just start with the yeah. entrepreneurial yeah. journey because it's really all of my pain is how I took mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. and developed it into a thriving business. And so it was in those moments of not of uncertainty and, you know, who am I and, you know, self-discovery when I took all of those things and I said, I want to encourage somebody else. So, again, I didn't have right. a dream. I didn't desire to write books. I didn't even know I was a good writer. I was a good talker. And as a child, right. everybody wanted to shut me up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they, <laughs> they told me I talk too much. You need to be quiet. <laughs> you know, go sit down somewhere. You're too hyperactive. They put me on Ritalin. They tried everything. Everything. It didn't work, right? And, and I want to say that to say nobody can stop your purpose and, the, you know, when the hand of God is on your life. So to wrap up, so here's the deal. I want to get to this point. I started out, I wanted to encourage people. Anytime you are unsure about what it is that you are called to do, stick with what you know. Stick to what comes natural to you. And encouraging people came natural. That's how I medicated. In, the, in addition yeah. to prayer and going to church and the word of God, I actually kept my sanity by empowering other people. And I started doing a newsletter. The newsletter was back in 2011. The newsletter turned wow. into a magazine. The magazine turned into a movement. Then I ended up writing a book. And then just, what, three and a half years later is now, I wrote, uh, three and a half years uh, ago, uh, up to date, I wrote eight books. And I'm like, oh, my God, I, I'm still, it blows my mind. But that's pretty right. much, you know, a synopsis of my journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so looking back, looking back at what you what you experienced and what you went through, did you have Mm -hmm. any idea that you would be where you are currently now? Did you have any idea that you would you knew that you were, you know, encouraging others, but did you know the magnitude of the encouraging words that you share with so many people now? Did you have any idea back then that this was going to happen? Absolutely not. And as I was just saying, I I wanted to make sure because even with my company, um, I coach and mentor so many women, and everybody mm-hmm. feels like mm-hmm. they got to know all the answers right now. And I tell them, just stop right. walking. God will give you just enough light for the step that you're on. I don't know about you, but, Bianca, and I'm sure your answer is the same as mine, but when I'm in my car, my GPS don't talk to me while I'm sitting still. My GPS <laughs> tells me turn right, turn left, yes. and I'm moving. And the reason why so yes. many people are stuck is because they're not going nowhere, they're not doing nothing. So again, mm-hmm. I did, I just wanted to encourage people. I just and that was really my thing. I wasn't thinking I didn't have no financial budget, um, none of that stuff. I just didn't. I did <laughs> not. I had no idea. But I knew that the turbulence that I constantly experienced. And and here's another thing, God. But He would send people. You know, um, He would send people to speak into my life. To let me know that I wasn't my situation. I wasn't, uh, the hand of God was not limited according to my geographical location. And so he will always send people to plant seeds in me. But I just, to answer your question, no, I had no idea. Yeah. It still blows my mind sometimes. Uh, my, 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 <laughs> my, my spiritual father, Bishop R.C. Blake, he tells me all the time, he said, babe, I don't think Dan you know, who God is developing you into. Because I'm so humble. Mm. He's like, I don't even think you get it yet. He's like, I don't think you see it. He said, I see you. This is what, and and I'm saying this because we need people that can speak into our lives and see us past where we are. And he said, I see, when I see you, 
I see you on the level of Joyce Meyer. And I and for him to yes. say that name, Joyce is my girl. Absolutely. I grew up watching <laughs> Joyce. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So for him to say, babe, yes. where God is taking you, I see the the multicultural, multidimensional. And I'm looking like, like I'm cool if I'm just talking to five, one to five people. I'm good. He said, no, babe, you got to get ready. So, no, I had no idea. It still blows my mind. And let me tell a secret really, really quickly. Um, I On my toughest days, on my tough days, when the, when I'm telling you when, when adversity and life really happens, yeah. because, yes, it happens yeah. to the trailblazer. I'm not always blazing. And when on my toughest days, here's a secret, something that I do that uplifts my spirit and get me out of the phone. I jump on Amazon. All of my books are on Amazon. I jump on Amazon, and I go through and I read all of the reviews. I'm talking about I go back to my first book, Power and Waiting. And this wow. is way back in 2011. See, the great thing about Amazon, yes. it keeps everything. And I'm reading how people say, your testimony helped me. And I'm reading that, you know, the, the reviews mm-hmm. of the Entrepreneur mm-hmm. Blueprint. And it reminded me of why I started. And I want to say that to somebody because somebody listening, I know I got to tell you this thing is about me, but I always got to push it back and make it about the people that's listening. Somebody that's listening right now, you feel like giving up because don't nothing seem like it's moving. But remember, right. your GPS going to keep talking to you and keep guiding you. And if watch this, if God is silent, it's because you're on the right track. Sometimes he's That's already right. given us the instruction and told us which way to go. But sometimes we, 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 first of all, if you're not obedient over that last word or the last instructions he gave you, why he going to tell you the next step when you ain't followed the first step? <laughs> I'm, I'm finished, Bianca. I'm finished. I'm finished. <laughs> so true. So true. You know. Yes, and absolutely, I absolutely agree. And so I know for you, um, you know, uh, interacting with so many people across the globe, and so, Carla, when we are going through life, as, as we all do, we go through those challenges, how do we, how do we begin to discover our purpose in life? Because we have, you know, a lot of us, you know, are, um, have been at one point in time working jobs that we didn't want to be at, or we was in an environment we didn't want to be at, and we thought, Lord, okay, is this what I'm going to be doing, you know, for the next 10, 15, 20 years? And so how do we go about initially finding our purpose in exactly what we're supposed to be doing? Absolutely. I, there's so many different ways I can answer that question, but I will say this. You got to get to a place where you get fed up with normal. So many people want to mm. just be normal, but there's yeah, a new yeah. normal. Like I'm on a mission of activating kingdom entrepreneurs, and a kingdom entrepreneur is someone who has fully submitted and committed both their natural and supernatural giftings to the advancement of the kingdom of God. And so with that being said, we got to stop viewing purpose as something that's so far-fetched. Purpose is who right. you are. And so in the midst of your pain, this is how you discover the purpose. What in my life has caused me the greatest level of pain? What was mm. that? And you take that yes. from your pain produces passion. Watch this. And from your passion, it's going to produce profit. Come on. So here's That's the deal. With yes. the adversary, now I don't know how many Bible people we got up here, but again, I'm a Bible girl. And Bianca knew that, so she invited me, so I'm going to be me. That's right. right. So I don't know how many y'all remember in the book of Job. So first of all, we read the Bible too quickly. The Bible says to study to show yourself approved. Yes, they read to show yourself approved. We said to study. We keep talking about the situation right. that Job went through, but we forget that the end of the adversary, before he could touch Job, he had to go to God and ask him for permission. But hold on, let's back up. Before he even asked him, Job was recommended. Oh, my goodness. Okay. 
mm-hmm. God just said. You were recommended by God to the adversary right. because God knew every trial, tribulation, level of turbulence that you are. He knew that you could handle it, and he knew. He said, this one right here is going to birth it. I'm going to give, I'm going to allow Bianca to go through this trial because Bianca, she's going she gonna to press through. She ain't going to give up. She gonna with the, with the heel of her foot, she's going to bruise the snake head. And so through That's all right. of the trials through all of the adversity. That is how we get to our purpose. I have such a passion about seeing people free because I know what it feels like to be bound. I have such a passion to love people. Ain't but one shining star and his name is Jesus. I love people. I accept them. I always root for the underdog because that was me. I was the one that was pushed yes. aside, cast aside, and I'm always the one that says, you all the way in the back. I don't get, I don't want the people in the front. Give me the one all the way in the back that's sitting in the nosebleed section because she couldn't really afford her ticket. Come here, let me favor you. And so purpose is really, my sister Sarah from Trinidad says it like this, purpose is found on the other side of surrender. When we take a moment and say, God, like we Rick Warren that thing, we say, God, what, you know, how do I live the purpose-driven life? What on earth? what I created for. I promise you, we get in the presence of the Lord and we just chill out for a minute and we begin to do some self-evaluating, he'll show us. And your purpose is not far away from your passion. So again, your purpose, your passion leads you to your purpose and you can actually profit from your passion and your purpose. Praise the Lord. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And I wanted to ask you, uh, because you're always open and you're always being transparent about the things that you go through and you have experienced. For those, because I feel like even including myself, when it comes to even this show and doing different endeavors, the first thing I mm-hmm. think about is, okay, what happens if this doesn't work out? What happens if there's nothing profitable, you know, that's going to come from this? And so how do we handle that fear, that initial fear that we get, because when somebody, you know, says, okay, I'm no longer going to work this nine to five, I'm going to become my own boss. You have that fear because Mm -hmm. you're thinking, okay, where's this money coming from? How am I going to pay the bills, the rent, house, no car, no, all these different things. What do we do with that fear? And and how do we move that out our way to focus on what we're supposed to be on? Right. So here's the deal. I teach, uh, I teach a different method, and it may sound a little weird, but I promise it works. I tell people, you don't have to get rid of the fear. You ain't got to get rid of it. Uh, okay. Take it with you. Yeah. Take the fear with you because fear is a reminder that you didn't get this far by yourself. That's your reminder. Mm. Fear is just there yes. to humble us to be to remain God-reliant. We live in such a society right. where people are self-reliant. And so here's what That's I right. did. When it came October the 15th, 20, uh, October the 15th of this year will be three years that I've been full-time as an entrepreneur. So I've been doing this thing about six years. I built my business uh, uh, going on seven, actually. I built my business four years while I was still working my job because here again, I was building but didn't know I was building, if that makes sense. Right. So I, when I decided, the day I decided to leave my job, like, I, I got a my thing is, Bianca, I have been through some crazy stuff. I mean, I have, I mean, I have seen the hand of God like I, like, like I ain't never seen before. So because I feel like I have been through the worst, 
I was my my attitude was just like, what's the worst that can happen? Like either it's gonna work or it's not. And I didn't leave my job because I wanted to. I left my job because I was compelled to, according to my mm. according to Holy Spirit. So you gotta make sure. See, a lot of us we going out here and we saying God said, God said. I don't ever argue with anybody when people come to me and they want to go through my five year bar self study program and I ask them why they want to become an entrepreneur and these super holy people tell me well because God said so and then they don't have any strategy and then they don't have no money in the bank I said you will be a foolish woman in this moment right now to quit your job with no strategy now I understand faith I understand faith I understand fear I get all of that but you to answer your question we gotta have strategy and another thing I teach in my entrepreneurial blueprint book which is subtitled how to develop your darkest storms into a thriving business one of the things I teach in that book is you have to get rid of plan b get rid of it you Mm. can't focus on plan a you can't be productive in plan a focusing on plan b Your, your faith your emotions and your actions all have to be in alignment. You can't win. Come on, let's think about Stephen Curry. He can't he can't win thinking about what LeBron James is doing. He can't That's win right. thinking about what everybody else is doing. No, he gotta stay in his stay in dominating his lane and on his level and then in the end everybody gonna win. And so when you get rid of plan B, you don't focus on if this doesn't work, this is what I'm gonna do. Now some people will right. tell you always have a backup plan. I'm a little different because I know I heard the Lord, and not only did I get did He give me a word, but He also gave me strategy. You understand what I'm saying? Strategy, and here's what strategy looks like. Within before I even left my job, because I, I'm gonna be honest, completely honest, I wasn't the best financial keeper. That wasn't my gift. But when mm-hmm, I really mm-hmm. honed in, when I really began to pay attention to where my money was going, because that's the number one, one thing I tell people: with you don't care how much Holy Ghost you got, how much Jesus you got. It takes money to fund your vision. It takes money to take care of your family. And money that's is right. not evil. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. But we, what I learned mm. about church people, I gotta, I gotta talk to these church people real quick, just for a moment. You give me a second. Um, I don't care how much Holy Ghost you got. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, I'm like, oh, no, if you don't have strategy, you have missed it. All this blind face stuff, we got to do better, y'all, because we're looking real spooky to the non-believers. And so here's right. the deal. When God gave me strategy, when when I was working my job, here's what I did not realize because I wasn't keeping up with my money. When I finally got serious, see, that's another nugget, is you got to get serious. See, a lot of us say we want to leave our jobs, but you ain't serious because the mall gets your that's money. Right. The, the weeds cost this, the bundles cost just as much. I got to go there. <laughs> your bundles cost just as much as your rent. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're leaving yes. the, I mean, your furniture, you're still paying for it. Like, all kind of foolishness. We trying to be divas that's and impress right. people that don't really like us and so mm. so I found out I when I when I looked through my finances I really got serious before somebody say before before I left my job before. I had already doubled the income that I was making but because I didn't have a CPA in place or because I wasn't taking care of my finances I stayed on my job a lot longer than I had to so I want to talk to yeah. those people that's being stagnant now because not everybody mm-hmm. is you know, some people really, you know, some people really already have the means, but that fear is crippling them. Just take that thing with you, man, and do what God has called you to do. It'll work out That's if right. He called you to do it. That's right. That's right. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, and do you think, um, especially for a lot of people, um, and, and another thing that gets people is those those naysayers, those non-supporters, you know, those people who are waiting mm-hmm. for you to fall. And so for those individuals who are dealing with that, because we, we've seen it where you've had people who become very successful and, and they refer back to maybe not always having the most supportive family. Uh, even the family members wouldn't support what they were doing. And so for a lot of people, they depend on, you know, fam- that family support. And so how do you go about dealing with not getting the support around other people and allowing that to affect your vision? Because some people feel like, well, if I don't have people, you know, on my team, then then I can't proceed with what my vision. Right. Um, the best way I would answer that question is, first of all, I want to address a couple of things, because um, I've heard people say, oh, my haters are my celebrators, my motivators. Uh, yeah. First of all, I your haters by saying you are tuned into the wrong frequency. You are on the wrong mm. station. You shouldn't even be knowing everything yes, that ma'am. everybody has to say. However, yes, if you're someone like me that had teachers look you in your face and say you ain't going to be good for nothing, that had family members that look you in your face and say you ain't going to be good for nothing but laying on your back, okay, now that's different. Now, here's the deal. I personally do not waste energy trying to prove people wrong. I simply let my success speak for me. That's it. I, I focus on proving God right rather than proving my enemies and my naysayers wrong. Because, see, before mm. God, before uh, the beginning of the earth, before the foundation of the earth, God already spoke who we were. We just coming into the realization of who we are. That's why, we, that's why we're all in the process of emerging. That's the word I want every listener to grab hold of and, and, and develop that into an affirmation and a declaration to say, I am emerging into who God has created me to be. And so, for me, I had a lot of people to hate on me and lie on me and dislike me because of my dysfunction but didn't know, that you know, teachers that talked about me but didn't know I was watching my mother get beat every day, you know, so I was coming to school being defiant, acting out all of those things that I saw displayed at home. But what I would say to them is this. First of all, your core supporters are not always going to share your last name biologically. Let's be very clear. Because these are the very ones that, can I get the hookup? Can I get a discount? Um, Mm. Can I come to your conference? Real support does not ask for a bargain price. Real support. And so I want to encourage the listeners to get out and start networking. First of all, if all you're doing is going to church every week and you don't go to no networking events, the only um, conferences you attend are, are conferences where they preaching and shouting it for 45 minutes. I want to <laughs> encourage you to stop being one-dimensional and to become multi. I mean, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Bible girl, but I'm a balanced girl, too. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, so That's you got right. to balance that thing out. Every year I go to a one major ministry event, and I go to one major in between me traveling. I go to one major business event. And most of the time, the business events I go to, the people don't look nothing like me. So we got to step That's outside right. of our comfort zone. And But here's the deal. Can, mm. you know, um, remove yourself from your current you know, our atmosphere or the people that you're familiar with, you got to be willing to to be different, to be picked out, to be picked so that you can accelerate and go on and do great things. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and speaking of being different, because uh, if you guys out here have followed uh, Carla, if you watch her periscopes or Instagrams, you know she speaks from a very real and a very transparent perspective. And so for you, um, Carla, how have you strived to make sure that when you step into a room, you step into a conference, that you are different from everybody else because we, you know, if you go in a room full of life coaches or motivators or speakers or whatnot, everybody's thinking, okay, well, you know, she's just another speaker. But how does Carla make sure that, okay, when I step into this room, they're going to know who I am, and when I leave, they're going to remember my name. So how have you strived to make sure that you make your best impression whenever you step into these events? Carla, you there? I'm back now. Girl, I okay. was just talking. I don't even know the last thing. I was, listening. I was like, I don't hear Beyonce saying. I looked at the phone. I said, oh, my goodness. Girl, we can, we can be done with that question. I don't know the last thing you heard. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's okay. It's okay. I was asking you as far as for you, how have you made sure that when you walk into a conference or a workshop that you set yourself apart from everybody else in the room? Because if you go in, you know, where everybody's a, a motivational speaker, everybody's a life coach, how does Carla make sure that she lets everybody know that she, you know, she's set apart from, from everybody else in that room? Now, I'm going to give an answer, and I'm sure it's probably you're thinking or the listeners are thinking, but it's a very simple approach that will set yeah. you away every set you apart every single time. And and I got mm-hmm. this thing when I'm on Periscope and Facebook Live, I'll be like, Tell me, girl, tell me. Right? So be honest, let me just say, <laughs> yeah. Tell me, girl, tell me real quick and I can say Bianca, you supposed to say, tell me, girl, tell me. Tell me, girl, tell me, girl. <laughs> All right, girl, let me tell you, let me tell you. <laughs> okay, so one of the ways, that's how I do it right there, by loving on the person that invited me, honestly. I By being kind, I know, I know y'all probably wanted a deep answer, but being kind, being approachable, yeah. and being considerate, will set you apart from the pack. Let me tell you why. Because a lot of these people out here, they get in these platforms, um, they, mm-hmm. they they social media famous, um, and they're becoming arrogant and thinking it's all about them. If you can be kind, before I go up to speak, I go and try to hug on, love on, talk to the people, cut up with them. Some of them don't even know when I'm the speaker. And then I go up there and I see <laughs> some of their eyes like, what? I didn't even know. And I'll say it from the stage. I'm like, yeah, y'all didn't know I was a secret, did you? Because they was like, oh, my God, you're so friendly. And so if you just right. be kind, be courteous, be considerate, I promise you, that's one of the ways. That is one of If that's not the top way that I set myself apart. Of course, I could talk about strategy, you know, all of that. But the truth of the matter is, a lot of us are saying a lot of the same stuff. We just put our own spin and style on it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But what sets me apart is being considerate, being, um, I forgot the other words that I said because I ain't wrote nothing down, but being kind <laughs> pretty much is how I set myself apart. <laughs> you are having a ball, lady. You tonight. <laughs> 
Listen, you are incredible because, like I said, I'm always, like, I'm always, like, just over, overjoyed to hear you just come from a real perspective because, you know, we listen to we listen to speakers and everything is pretty much just black and white. Like, well, Carla, you guys never know. You never know what angle she's going to come from or what she's going to say, and that's why I just love it. I, I just love the realism, so I, I, have, to, I have to laugh and about it. So. People that listen to me, people that listen to me for like five seconds, they think I'm real churchy. Until they keep listening to me, I'm like, nah, I'm the girl that will take a take take Empire, Power, all them shows, and the and show you how to get delivered. Yeah, I do. That's me. I'm that girl. I'm that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, listen, you guys, we're going to take a short break, but I got some questions that uh, some of the listeners have sent me. And uh, so we're going to take a break, you guys. But we're going to come back with more of Carla Kenny, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. We'll be right back. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm yours, Bianca Fly, you guys. And we're joined by the trailblazer herself, you guys, Carla R. Kenny, you guys. And uh, don't forget, if you're out there, you got a question or a comment, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Or you can inbox me on Facebook, like so many of you guys are doing, uh, at Bianca Fly, you guys. And so, uh, Carla, we got we got a question here coming from Destiny out of Atlanta. She says, As as an entrepreneur, I have found networking <clears throat> with women can definitely um, have its pros and cons. Uh, Carla, how do you uh, manage to keep your networking when it comes to women um, supporting each other strong? So I know a lot of people have always said that, you know, women can be very, you know, catty sometimes when it comes to being mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and being business women. So how does Carla deal uh, with that? <laughs> well, first, what was the young lady's name again? Destiny, Destiny from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. So first I want to say to Destiny, quick plug, uh, I'm coming to, I'm bringing my women to uh, Atlanta, October 27th through 29th. So you need to be in the room because we're going to be talking about these type of issues. The website is org. <laughs> praise the Lord. But to answer your question, first of all, I'm called to women, and I quit almost every other day. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Um, it is not <laughs> easy dealing with women, yeah. not even just black women, women, period, um, because yeah. women, we are emotional creatures. But what keeps me focused is, this is what helps me. I, the more I, and I know this, I don't know if this is the answer she's looking for, but I promise it's going to work. I commit to working on Carla. The more I work mm. on me and I think about how jacked up I was 
and how patient God has, has to be with me, it gives me a greater tolerance. And I tell people this, when you are called to a certain area, I am literally called to serve women. Like, I have to give women my platform, share my platform with them. And I say have to because that's my assignment that God has given me. Like, I literally, he was like, I'm raising you up. I'm doing some great things in your life so you can help bring on the unknowns. The, the well-knowns don't need no more publicity. He said it's the unknowns who need a voice. Now, mind you, these same people, Destiny, these same people that I share my, some of them share my platform with are the same ones that won't reach back and say thank you. They act like they doing me a favor. Some of them, let's be clear, and these same people, I still send a thank you call and say thank you so much for grace. Even if they didn't deliver no real content, I still say thank you. So what's my point? You got to stay focused, and when you go out to yeah. network, you got to understand that you're not going to connect with everybody. I, my, my daddy, Bishop Arthur Blake, really helps me in that area because I'm someone that comes from rejection, being abandoned. So relationships are a big deal for me. Like when, when we when we sisters, we sisters, and you know, and I hold on. But what I had to learn was not everybody is gonna be in my intimate circle. You know, I'm connected with a with a large network of people, but not everybody has my cell phone number. And so when I go to a networking event, um, Destiny, I know it can be frustrating because everybody's in an elevator pitch, have a real conversation, and so I personally. <laughs> oh, I think we lost um, Carla again, you guys. But we're gonna we're gonna get her back up on here, um, so you guys can continue. But. Um, if you're out there, make sure you guys go and you follow Carla Cannon on Twitter, you guys, and uh, you won't be disappointed. You can follow her at Carla R. Cannon uh, on Twitter.com so that you can keep with her, up with her and all of the awesome events uh, that she has in place as well. And uh, she was mentioning uh, that conference, you guys, and it's going down. Uh, Women of Standard, um, October 27th through the 29th. Um, in Atlanta, Georgia, so make sure that you guys are a part of that. And I'll actually be posting uh, the website and information for you guys so that you can uh, get information about this event and join her and all of the awesome women that she's going to have down there with her and on the panel, you guys. And so uh, I see her back. Uh, Carla, you there? Girl, <laughs> let me tell y'all something. This must be helping somebody because my internet in my house, my, my cell phone service in my house sucks. So I'm in my car, in my driveway, and my phone does not hang up in my driveway. But I need to, if I can say this, Bianca, because I feel like it cut off, what I was saying was it goes back to strategy. And I said I have turned, with enforcing strategy, I've been able to turn caddy, disrespectful women into paying clients. I've come across women mm. that might weren't as respectful or right. you know, coming to me want to want me to read their book or just just having yeah. nasty attitudes or acting like they all of that. And the grace of God, yeah. I'll pray before I do and I say, God, I really want to help this person. How do I share this information? And they so used to mm-hmm. everybody pushing them away and I tell them, I say, Listen, I said, you know, I'll have a graceful way of saying something and then I'll Get them on the phone. We'll have a conversation, and then before you know it, they pay me seven ninety seven uh, to coach with me. <laughs> but I have a conversation, and I, I have that with you, you know, because he wants right. us as women to remain caddy. 
He wants us to be That's catty, right. but I say, you know, develop a strategy where you can turn those people with those nasty attitudes, turn, turn them into paying clients because they need help. They really do. But everybody's not Absolutely. like that. There are some good women that's out right. there that's mature, right. that's confident in their calling, and that want to make authentic connections and covenant um, relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, next question from Erica from Houston, Texas. Uh, she says, Carla, how do you push past uh, the issues you experienced growing up um, and not allowing them to affect where you are now? Oh, my goodness. The only way I know to answer that question is to be completely honest. Sometimes people think that um, because God has given you a platform or you got mm-hmm. internationally best-selling books and all this stuff, they yeah. think your struggle and all of that stuff is right. over. I'm pressing past right. some things right now. I'm actually reading one of Iyala Van Zandt's book called 21 Days to Forgiveness. Um, God, during uh, mm. four in prayer, the Lord has been showing me how I still hasn't let everything go. I mean, I come from getting teary-eyed. Oh, my God. I Because that's, like, where I'm at right now. That's, like, a real girl. Yeah. I love you. Whoever asked that question, that's, a, that's the real stuff people need to hear, how to push past their pain, like my sister Sarah says, and passionately pursue purpose. The answer to the question, I'm still walking some things out right now, and that's amazing yeah. because that's what keeps me relevant to my audience. I don't act like I done mm. made it. You know, I got a mortgage and a car right. just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? My daughter right. is in high school. I under, I'm a single parent. I understand the struggle. Um, I still have struggles. And what helps me is I tell on myself. You know, if you follow me on Periscope, depending on the day, <laughs> I will do yeah. all my business. But I still do right. because being the enemy, you know, we at odds. He be thinking he got stuff on me. How I keep myself sane is I tell on myself. Oh, let me tell you what I did. Lady spoke office, but right. I had to work on it. Like that's what you know what I'm saying. On my childhood, I talk about how me and my mother went through therapy. I talk about how my mm-hmm. birth father is an alcoholic. I talk about publicly my connection with Bishop R.C. Blake and how God asked me when I accept the substitute. So I literally take the people on a journey with me. I don't just talk that's about right. the business. I don't just talk about I let them see me and my daughter clowning or my daughter did something crazy or, you know, an area of brokenness. I talk about mm-hmm. it, and that's really how I get through it. I pin my pain. Writing is therapy for me, so I have a blog. I have books. We got a new book, Turbulence, about to come out. And I'm sharing things from my childhood that I didn't share in the other seven books that I've written that I'm sharing in yeah. Turbulence. So that's pretty much how I do it. That's how I get through it. Amazing. And Speaking of speaking of raising um, a young black lady uh, in, in 2017, Carla, how important is it for you to create a a different picture for your daughter um, than what you saw? Growing up, uh, a lot of times we we see where things become generational. You know, uh, things that we might have went through. We 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 show those same uh, things with our children, um, with our spouses or or whomever. How important is it uh, for you to make sure that the, the scenery, the, the foundation that you set for your child, um, is very much different from the one in which you grew up in? Right. The one thing, that the best way I can answer that is I keep it all the way 100 with my daughter. Um, she's yeah. 14. Her name is Patience. My little girl has been here before. Um, actually, <laughs> it, it, like, 
with me and patience, our relationship is so is so sacred. It's so it's so different yeah. um, because I remember battling depression. And it was my mm. daughter that came and grabbed me and put me in her arms. And I cried first year, five years wow. old, eight years old, wow. nine years old, because I had a history of depression where I could be good. Yeah. Like, it was almost like the enemy at one point made wanted me to think I was losing my mind. But really what, yeah. what it was was God was awakening a prophetic gift in me, so I was hearing stuff and I thought I was going crazy and it would put me and because of the, the situations I was going through it would put me in depressed mode so my daughter would be the one to coach me through whatever I was going through I mean patient is 14 now she sends me quotes by Trent Shelton mommy this is your word for today mm. and that comes that where does that come from it comes from wow. me not being afraid to let my daughter see me broken my daughter has seen That's me right. make some of the worst mistakes of my life and she some of the best mistakes of my life. And so I don't try to shun it away from her. I don't try to hide it. But I always think about her first. Like, that was one thing that was an issue for me growing up. I felt like, you know, as as me and I didn't feel like I was as considered as I should have been. And so I always go to my daughter and I ask her, are you getting what you need from me? You know, I can't assume parenting does not come with a manual. Y'all kids go through stuff. I don't want Nicki Minaj to be your mentor or who you looking up to. I want to be one that you can come to and talk to about anything. Is there anything I'm not doing? And another thing, I have open discussion. I let my daughter tell me how she feels. I tell her all the time, you are not going to be in trouble for telling me how you feel. Just make sure you say it respectful before I pop you in the mouth. But she has a voice. <laughs> As a child, my voice yes. is taken away from me. How You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, I tell people, that's why I talk that's so right. fast now, because as a child, I had to hurry up and say what I had to say. So it was like a learned behavior before I was told to shut up, before I was told to go sit down, before my Ritalin kicked in. I talk really, really fast. So even now yeah. as a woman, I have to practice, like, slowing down because that's slowing a learned yeah. behavior and a learned personality. Yeah. So that's how I do it with my daughter, um, to not repeat those. Number one, I have conversations with her. Number two, I include her in whatever I got going on, whether it's good or bad. Now, I don't share details with her, but I, well, she always yeah. says, Ma, you good? You all right? And then number three, I remind her that she has a voice by allowing her to utilize it in our home. That's right. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. And for you, Carla, you have uh, built an empire on empowering women. Uh, You have uh, founded the Women of Standard, and uh, you actually um, also did a a, uh, or worked on a book, um, Conversations uh, with Boss Women, which is, and that's actually an event as well that's taking place in August, correct? Absolutely. August the 5th, bringing conversations with boss women. Part two, we did part one back in March, and it's pretty much, um, it's a four-hour workshop, and it's myself as well as some of the writers or some of the co-authors of the Entrepreneur Blueprint. That was book number seven that I wrote. Um, The Entrepreneur Blueprint, How to Develop Your Darkest Storms into a Thriving Business. Me and these guys are coming together, and this is strategically designed for men that are female that desire to expand their message beyond the four walls of the church. Um, And so that's pretty much what we're going to be doing on August the 5th. Thank you so much, Bianca, for letting me share that. Absolutely. And one of the things, and I hear that you you say all the time, is um, expanding your message beyond the four Mm -hmm. walls of the church. Why why Mm -hmm. such a great emphasis on that? 
<laughs> you want me to tell the truth? You want me to tell the okay. truth, girl. Tell it, girl.
When I was working in corporate America, I did not fit in corporate America. Even the people there recognized me. I have worked jobs where the people looked me in my face and said, you don't belong here. It wasn't because they were jealous. It wasn't because they didn't like me or was hating. It was because they recognized something that I didn't recognize at the time. And that's why I tell people, you do all this hate and stuff. A lot of times they recognize things in you that you don't see in yourself and just let them prophesy because sometimes they say you think you all of that or you think you a millionaire they, <laughs> they see me they're like oh here come money i say yes money is in the building i don't even get intimidated i don't even get mad no more so i say for those that have that journey and that sense and the reason why i say now is the time is because your voice is necessary your experiences are necessary and you have that's something right. that the world needs the only thing that's missing is strategy you got to get the strategy or you let God reveal it to you in prayer, but you get a coach, a mentor, someone to help you. Because a lot of people know what they want to do, Bianca. They just don't know how to do it. And that's what keeps you on these nine to fives. So I tell them, focus on your nine to five being your investor. And you become and work on becoming clear on what it is that you want to do. You don't have to know what you want to do 10 years from now. I, I don't, I don't. I don't teach people that because I can't even tell you my goals 10 years from now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Jesus, let me get through 2018. Praise the Lord. I mean, 2017 to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't even Absolutely. tell you 10 years from now. I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to make it. You're trying to make it. Stay sane. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so true. Like oh, my gosh. That's right. That's right. That is right. And so <laughs> what I want to do, we gotta let, we gotta I want to say people exhaust us, you know, not let people that's right. put their, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do this, yeah. you got to do that. Everybody's way is not going to be the same way. It's, I'm really going to teach this till the day I leave this earth. It is perfectly okay if you don't have all okay. of the answers. You don't have to have all of the answers. Some things are going to develop and they're going to grow and they're going to be unleashed and unlocked and activated once you start. Once you get started, that's, right. that's when everything else that's will right. start coming together. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I want to do is, Carla, I'm going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back and we're going to uh, let the folks know where you're going to be because you're going to be in some folks' city uh, coming up, and we want them to get this information and uh, all the details on how they can connect with you and all of those great things. So we're going to take a short break, you guys, but we're going to come back, and uh, Carla's going to tell you how you can locate her um, and her services and more. We'll be right back with more on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey everyone, it's me, Lisa, from the Conversations with Trent show, featuring, you guessed it, me. Be sure to tune in Friday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, as we strive to guide you to greater authentic living, right here on your radio networks, YRN 1328. Coaching, motivating, 
or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And, uh, man, I see you guys are definitely uh, have gotten some words of encouragement uh, from the show this evening. It is a beautiful thing. And uh, you guys know that we have been joined by the trailblazer herself, Carla R. Kenny, you guys. And so, Carla, I know you're going to be in some uh, folks' city pretty soon. Um, earlier we were talking about you're going to be um, the Women of Standard. Um, event is going to take place October 27th through the 29th, and that's going to be in Atlanta, Georgia. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. That's the annual conference. This will be year number six. Okay. Awesome, awesome, and the awesome. Website, and... Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. The website is WOS, like for women of standard, org. Then go in there and get registered, and I look forward to seeing them in Atlanta. Absolutely. And, Carla, because I know some folks are wondering, what is a woman of standard? A woman of standard is a woman of standard is pretty much <laughs> a woman of a woman of standard is pretty much different. I can't mess with you, but y'all gonna listen. I'm trying to answer that question. Okay, so a, a woman of standard is pretty much, uh, simply put, is a woman who is not afraid to uplift the standard of God. That's what a woman yeah. of standard is. Meaning, whatever the Bible says, that's what she. You know, that's what she um, enforces. It doesn't always mean she gets it right because I remember right. uh, smack dead in the middle of my trial and my circumstance and the Lord called me a woman of standard. And I did not see that. I didn't feel that. I had more issues in a little bit. And um, so the woman, being a woman of standard is pretty much just, just raising the bar and reminding women of who they really are. That's what that is. It's just like the whole queen movement that my dad, Bishop R.C. Blakes, is doing with queenology. Women of standard is just pretty much letting women know, you know, you don't have to settle. You don't have to compromise. Although you're not mm-hmm. perfect, you can continue to strive for perfection. And even if you're rebuilding, you can still continue to grow and expand from your mistakes, learn from them, utilize the wisdom, and then apply it into the life of someone else. So that's a woman of standard. Love it, love it. And um, Carla uh, also uh, has a publishing company. I'm telling you, Carla has wears many hats, uh, you guys. She got the, the publishing company. She got the uh, trailblazer um, coaching um, that she yeah. does. And so tell the folks out here uh, where they can go. Oh, and I can't forget about the blings out, the bling out tease that uh, Carla rocks, you guys. Uh, she is the, uh, she needs to change the name to the bling diva because she, she serves up the bling on a daily, and I, I just love it. I love it. But the messages Thank on the you. shirts are just awesome. And so tell the folks on where they can go to uh, check out if they want some coaching information or even if they're interested um, in canon publishing. Absolutely. I love I love how in tune you are. I appreciate that. Thank you. So for everything that Bianca is talking about, I'm a very simplistic girl, and so you can go to CarlaCannon.com for everything, from the Cannon Publishing to the Women of Standard Experience, Conversations with Boss Women that's coming up in uh, August yes. of this. Anything you need to know, and the T-shirt is at CarlaCannon.com. Absolutely, absolutely. And I have to tell you, it's been out 
outstanding um, having you on the show Thank as you. I knew it would be. And uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed you. And uh, also for the folks out here who may want to catch up, um, catch you on Instagram, Facebook, or Periscope, tell them um, where they can go to uh, connect with you and, and follow your um, live feed. Absolutely. I am on the, the four platforms I'm on is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope, and I share something different on all four. So you guys want to make sure you get all that five. Yes, she does. She makes it hard for for us. (laughs) Yeah, make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope. Make sure you follow me on all of them, but it's at Carla R. Cannon. Don't forget the R. The R is not in my website. It's Carla Cannon for the website.com, but it's Carla R. Cannon across social media. Bianca, I want to say you are absolutely amazing. Please, 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 um, no, no, not please. I'm going to get Regina uh, to send you the book, A Trailblazer's Guide to Success, how to, how to uh, what's it called, how to awaken. How to turn oh, your... I forget the name of my own book. How to awaken. I'm about like Patty LaBelle getting her lyrics. I understand. <laughs> I can't talk about it because I get it because I know I wrote this book. Patty said, I wrote this song. Okay, praise the Lord. Uh, but it's, it's a true place of God to success. How to awaken your inner boss and every person that is tuned in. I don't know how you're going to get it to them, uh, Bianca, but I'm going to get Regina okay. to send it to you and you send it to whoever you want. And just that's my way of saying thank you. I'm here to serve and I'm so grateful that you shared your platform with me because you didn't have to. And I'm so grateful. Oh. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely appreciate you. And uh, make sure you guys go out and support her. I will be putting uh, her website links and information up on the Beautiful Butterfly uh, show page as well on Facebook. And so, Carla, before you get ready to get out of here, uh, what are your last words of thought um, to um, all of the leading uh, women of standard um, out here listening? Absolutely. I'm going to keep it real short and simple, right? I know that's a challenge for me because y'all know I like to talk. It's okay. (laughs) So here's here's what I want to say. Never give up, but always look up. I want to keep it real simple. Mm. Never, ever give up, but always look up. And know that even when your mother and father forsaken you, even when siblings or family members or you can't find no support, look up and you got all of heaven backing you. So never mm. give up. Always look up. I love have it. Have a great day. I'm I love it. it. I'm excited. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Carla, for coming on. You have a fantastic rest of your day, and uh, we would love to have you back on here again soon. So we're, we're definitely going to have to uh, work that out and make that happen. But thank you so much for gracing the platform and, and providing us with all of your energy uh, tonight. I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. I just reciprocated <laughs> what you gave to me. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good one. All right, baby. You too. Bye-bye. All right, bye All right, you guys. That was a trailblazer herself, you guys, Carla R. Cannon. Make sure you go out and you uh, support her uh, in her endeavors and make sure she may be coming to your city. Uh, so make sure you keep up with her, you guys, by going over to uh, CarlaCannon.com. Um, you can catch out her coaching services, Cannon Publishing, you name it. Um, it is there waiting for you. So once again, thank you. Uh, big shout to uh, Regina for putting things in place for us. Thank you to all of you guys who are on the line listening, to those of you who have inboxed. 
We appreciate you guys so, 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 so much. And so what we're going to do here, um, you guys, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back and we're going to tell you who's coming up tomorrow uh, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. The Beautiful Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. Once again, big shouts out and thank you to Carla R. Cannon, you guys, the trailblazer, for joining us this evening. Spectacular time uh, with her, you guys, and uh, just an amazing, amazing woman all around. So make sure you come and check us out tomorrow uh, going on at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. we got Arthur E.N. Hardy. Uh, she's going to be bringing us uh, her new book entitled I Used to Cry, The Essence of Essence. And I'm telling you guys, the one are going to be here uh, to hear the story um, of this book and um, all about the author as well. So that's going on tomorrow, uh, Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So, you guys, we're going to get ready to get out of here once again. Thank you guys so much uh, for supporting us and all that we do, and uh, I tell you guys, it is amazing to have the support of so many of you um, of the Beautiful Butterfly Show, and for that, I am forever thankful. So we're going to get ready to get out of here, you guys. Here is Favor by Marika Chisholm, you guys, and I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, same place. I am Bianca Fly. See you next time. Doors for me.